nothing left but a concrete slab mile after mile after mile of this and there's nothing it's just absolutely the most awesome destruction you can imagine we've been calling it hurricane winter instead of nuclear winter local resident jennifer buchanan says katrina turned the world inside out for a while it lasted for about four weeks and then the the new life started coming out on the trees it was really weird to walk out and it's like 90 degrees but it looks like bare winter it, it really messes with your psyche. Before Katrina, these people had street signs on their corner, grass in their yards, and mail in their mailboxes. None of that is true anymore. It's all gone. What's left is trashed houses, an unnatural silence, and the wind. What do you think? That might work. Well, she's trying to get out of the wind. Maybe on the side. When people here talk about the storm, they talk about what was lost and what was saved. Patsy Spink says that anything still standing in her neighborhood is either very lucky or very strong. Where I live near the beach, it's two or three blocks back that you don't see anything but rubble. But it's nice you see the trees standing up in some of that rubble. It's, it's kind of special to see that. Many of these survivor trees are live oaks. Not just any old oak trees, but the evergreen iconic giants of the American South. People call them hurricane trees. They've got massive trunks and shade canopies and their limbs curl all the way down to the ground, like a huge octopus. If you look at their shape, they're shaped like they move with the wind. When you talk about organic, they really define organic. So um, we've lost so many of them, but um, that's, that's the main thing that's standing and that's what I think gives people hope that they can um, rebuild their homes again because their place is really still here. I saw a lot of trees um, on I-90 this afternoon when I was driving that had pink tape tied around them, in some case green and yellow tape. What, what's going on with that? Well, some people had put um, pink do not cut ribbons, and then different people have just used their own uh, resources. Some of us have, have used pieces of plywood that <laughs> we've roped around our trees, you know, do not cut this tree. So uh, that's, that's pretty much a symbol of don't, don't touch my tree. Saving the urban forest tree by tree seems an unlikely priority in the post-catastrophe cleanup, but maybe it's only unlikely if you haven't lived through a hurricane. Do you find that on, uh, you know, the list of things that people who've lost their homes and potentially family members and, and possessions, have you had to argue to make trees a priority for people or have, uh, how does that work? Trees are not hard to argue right now. When Eric Nolan isn't volunteering, he's the chief arborist for the city of Biloxi. I've got 30 people in my office, eight people have lost everything. Three of them ended up hanging on to oak trees for eight hours during the day. I've got planning commission members that were washed out the back door of their house as their house was crumbling. So hanging on to the trees, they all became tree huggers at that point. So, you know, it's, it's not a hard sell to keep the stuff that's left on the coast right now. To keep the stuff that's left, Nolan has spent the last six months inspecting, pruning, removing, saving, and planting trees round the clock. He says there's never been such extensive environmental damage here before. We've got saltwater intrusion. We've got storm defoliation. We've got loss of topsoil, loss of growing roots that, you know, they've never done a study on this kind of scale. And they're going to have to do it. 
All this damage is like a series of snapshots of what happens when nature is laid bare and gives up some of her secrets. Now researchers must build a collage, so they'll pour over aerial photographs of coastal marshes, they'll sample waterways, measure tree canopies and test soils, they'll do everything they can to build a big picture of the damages and the implications. Habitat has been so devastated that our migratory birds who are used to the the shelter and the food that our um, coast provided are not finding that and we're, we're missing a lot of birds. Jennifer Buchanan says birds are just one casualty of the ripple effect that hurricane damage has on the urban forest. Species like butterflies, snakes and migrating birds have all had their habitat destroyed. For the birds, timing is everything. Katrina did come through during uh, fall migration for a lot of the um, birds that go to South America, Central America. These birds come to this area to stock up on snacks for the journey. This was their fueling station.